0: Hey, hey everybody! We're back. Chip again. and Eric, read through the Bible. Day
1: forty today, Eric. I wonder who listened to both episodes yesterday.
0: Oh, I've, there's some
1: diehards out there. There are, yeah, I'm sure who are like, wow, we're getting 367 days. of Chip uh, But and it's Eric. a bonus day. It may, be, we yeah. may get to day 370 episode. by the end of the year. too. It's, it's a bonus episode. Bonus day, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's from Leviticus. You're welcome.
0: Yep, and we're gonna do Leviticus seven, eight, nine today, and we're gonna jump ahead to a new book of the Bible.
1: Woo. Should we save it? Is it gonna be secret? No, I think it's on the thing. Oh, it is. Okay. So Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews 1. All right. Leviticus chapter 7. Further instructions for the guilt offering. Mm. See, it's very repetitive, right? Like I can stand by that. Oh, so exciting though, Eric. Yeah, it is exciting. Exciting. These are the instructions for the guilt offering. It is most holy. The animal sacrificed as a guilt offering must be slaughtered at the place where the burnt offerings are slaughtered and its blood must be splattered against all sides of the altar. The priest will then offer all its fat on the altar, including the fat of the broad tail, the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. Mm -hmm. These are to be removed with the kidneys and the priest will burn them on the altar as a special gift presented to the Lord. This is the guilt offering. Any male from a priest's family may eat the meat. It must be eaten in a sacred place for it is most holy. The same instructions apply to both the guilt offering and the sin offering. Both belong to the priest who uses them to purify someone, making that person right with the Lord. In the case of the burnt offering, the priest may keep the hide of the sacrificial animal. Any grain offering that has been baked in an oven, prepared in a pan, or cooked on a griddle belongs to the priest who presents it. All other grain offerings, whether made of dry flour or flour moistened with olive oil, are to be shared equally among all the priests, the descendants of Aaron.
0: Further instructions for the peace offering. These are the instructions regarding the different kinds of peace offerings that may be presented to the Lord. If you present your peace offering as an expression of thanksgiving, the usual animal sacrifice must be accompanied by various kinds of bread made without yeast. Thin cakes mixed with olive oil, wafers spread with oil, and cakes made of choice flour mixed Mm. with olive oil. This peace offering of thanksgiving must also be accompanied by loaves of bread made with yeast. One of each kind of bread must be presented... As a gift to the Lord, it will then belong to the priest who splatters the blood of the peace offering against the altar. The meat of the peace offerings of the thanksgiving must be eaten on the same day it is offered. None of it may be saved for the next morning. If you bring an offering to fulfill a vow or as a voluntary offering, the meat must be eaten on the same day as the sacrifice is offered. But whatever is left over may be eaten on the second day. Any meat left over until the third day must be completely burned up. If any of the meat from the peace offering is eaten on the third day, the person who presented it will not be accepted by the Lord. You will receive no credit for offering it, but then the meat will be contaminated. If you eat it, you will be punished for your sin. Meat that touches anything ceremonially unclean may not be eaten. It must be completely burned up. The rest of the meat may be eaten, but only by people who are ceremonially clean. If you are ceremonially unclean and you eat meat from a peace offering that was presented to the Lord, you will be cut off from the community. If you touch anything that is unclean, whether it is human defilement or an unclean animal or any other unclean, detestable thing, and then eat meat from a peace offering presented to the Lord, you will be cut off from the
1: community. The forbidden blood and fat. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. You must never eat fat, whether from cattle, sheep, or goats. The fat of an animal found dead or torn to pieces by wild animals must never be eaten, though it may be used for any other purpose. Anyone who eats fat from an animal presented as a special gift to the Lord will be cut off from the community. No matter where you live, you must never consume the blood of any bird or animal. Anyone who consumes blood will be cut off from the community.
0: A portion for the priest. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you present a peace offering to the Lord, bring part of it as a gift to the Lord. Present it to the Lord with your own hands as a special gift to the Lord. Bring the fat of the animal together with the breast and lift up the breast as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will burn the fat on the altar, but the breast will belong to Aaron and his descendants. Give the right thigh of your peace offering to the priest as a gift. The right thigh must always be given to the priest who offers the blood and the fat of the peace offering. For I have reserved the breast of the special offering and the right thigh of the sacred offering for the priest. For the priest, it is the permanent right of Aaron and his descendants to share in the peace offerings brought by the people of Israel. This is their rightful share. The special gifts presented to the Lord have been reserved for Aaron and his descendants from the time they were set apart to serve the Lord as priest. On the day they were anointed, the Lord commanded the Israelites to give these portions to the priests as their permanent share from generation to generation. These are the instructions for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering, as well as the ordination offering and the peace offering. The Lord gave these instructions to Moses on Mount Sinai when he commanded the Israelites to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai.
1: Ordination of the priests, Leviticus chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron and his sons along with their sacred garments, the anointing oil and the, the bowl for the sin offering, the two rams and the basket of bread made without yeast, and call the entire community of Israel together at the entrance of the tabernacle. So Moses followed the Lord's instructions, and the whole community assembled at the tabernacle entrance. Moses announced to them, This is what the Lord has commanded us to do. Then he presented Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. He put the official tunic on Aaron and tied the sash around his waist. He dressed him in the robe, placed the ephod on him, and attached the ephod securely with its decorative sash. Then Moses placed the chest piece on Aaron and put the Urim and the Thummim inside of it. He placed the turban on Aaron's head and attached the gold medallion, the badge of holiness, to the front of the turban, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and everything in it, making them holy. He sprinkled the oil on the altar seven times, anointing it and all its utensils, as well as the washbasin and its stand, making them holy. Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. Next, Moses presented Aaron's sons. He clothed them in their tunics, tied their sashes around them, and put their special head coverings on them, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the bull for the sin offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the bull's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Moses took some of the blood with his finger, and with his finger he put it on the four horns of the altar to purify it. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar, through this process, he made the altar holy by purifying it. Then Moses took all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, mm-hmm. and the two kidneys and the fat around them, and he burned it all on the altar. He took the rest of the bull, including its hide, meat, and dung, and burned it on a fire outside the camp, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the ram for the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Then Moses took the ram's blood and splattered it against all sides of the altar. Then he cut the ram to pieces, and he burned the head, some of its Burned the head, some of its pieces, and the fat on the altar. After washing the internal organs and the legs with water, Moses burned the entire ram on the altar as a burnt offering. It was a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the other ram, which was the ram of ordination. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Then Moses took some of its blood and applied it to the lobe of Aaron's right ear, Mm -hmm. the thumb of his right hand, and the big toe of his right foot. Next, Moses presented Aaron's sons and applied some of the blood to the lobes of their right ears, the thumbs of their right hands, and the big toe of, toes of their right feet. He then splattered the rest of the blood against all the sides of the altar. Next, Moses took the fat, including the fat of the broad tail, the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, mm-hmm. and the two kidneys in the fat around them, along with the right thigh. On top of these, he placed a thin cake of bread made without yeast, a cake of bread mixed with olive oil, and a wafer spread with olive oil. All these were taken from the basket of bread made without yeast that was placed in the Lord's presence. He put all these things in the hands of Aaron and his sons and he lifted these gifts as a special offering to the Lord. Moses then took all the offerings back from them and burned them on the altar on top of the burnt on top of the burnt offering. This was the ordination offering. It was a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. Then Moses took the breast and lifted it up as a special offering to the Lord. This was Moses' portion of the ram of ordination, just as the Lord had commanded him. Next, Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood that was on the altar, and he sprinkled them on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and on their garments. In this way he made Aaron and his sons and their garments holy. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Boil the remaining meat of the offerings at the tabernacle entrance and eat it there along with the bread that is in the basket of offerings for the ordination, just as I commanded when I said, Aaron and his sons will eat it. Any meat or bread that is left over must then be burned up. You must not leave the tabernacle entrance for seven days for that is when the ordination ceremony will be completed. Everything we have done today was commanded by the Lord in order to purify you, making you right with him. Now stay at the entrance of the tabernacle day and night for seven days, and do everything the Lord requires. If you fail to do this, you will die, for this is what the Lord has commanded. So Aaron and his sons did everything the Lord had commanded through Moses.
0: Leviticus chapter 9, the priests begin their work. After the ordination ceremony on the eighth day, Moses called together Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, take a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both without defects, and present them to the Lord. Then tell the Israelites, take a male goat for a sin offering and take a calf and a lamb, both a year old and without defects, for a burnt offering. Also, take a bull and a ram for the peace offering and flour moistened with olive oil for a grain offering. Present all these offerings to the Lord, because the Lord will appear to you today. So the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle, just as Moses had commanded. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is what the Lord had commanded you to do so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Then Moses said to Aaron, come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering to purify yourself and the people. Then present the offerings of the people to purify them, making them right with the Lord, just as he had commanded. So Aaron went to the altar, slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. His sons brought him the blood and dipped his finger in it and put it on the horns of the altar. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Then he burned on the altar the fat, the kidneys, and the long lobe of the liver from the Mm. sin offering, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The meat and the hide, however, he burned outside the camp. Next, Aaron slaughtered the animal for the burnt offering. His sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against all sides of the altar. Then he handed him each piece of the burnt offering, including the head, and he burned them on the altar. Then he washed the internal organs and the legs and burned them on the altar, along with the rest of the burnt offering. Next, Aaron presented the offerings of the people. He slaughtered the people's goat and presented it as an offering for their sin, just as he had first done with the offering for his own sin. Then he presented the burnt offering and sacrificed it in a prescribed way. He also presented the grain offering, burning a handful of the flour mixture on the altar, in addition to the regular burnt offering for the morning. Then Aaron slaughtered the bull and the ram for the people's peace offering. His sons brought him the blood and he splattered it against all sides of the altar. He then took the fat of the bull and the ram, the fat of the broad tail and from the internal organs, along with the kidneys and the long lobes of the liver. Mm. And he placed these fat portions on top of the breast of these animals and burned them on the altar. Aaron then lifted up the breast and the right thighs a special offering to the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. After that, Aaron had raised his hands toward the people and blessed them. Then presenting the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering, he stepped down from the altar. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle. And when they came back and they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community, fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground
1: okay off to the book of hebrews chapter one jesus christ is god's son hebrews chapter one long ago god spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets and now in these final days he has spoken to us through his son god promised everything to the son as an inheritance and through the son he created the universe The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God, and He sustains everything by the mighty power of His command. When He had cleansed us from our sins, He sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. This shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave Him is greater than their names.
0: The Son is greater than the angels. For God never said to any angel what He said to Jesus, You are my Son, today I have become your Father. God also said, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And when he brought his supreme son into the world, God said, Let all God's angels worship him. Regarding the angels, he says, He sends his angels like the winds, his servants like the flames of fire. But to the son, he says, Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with the scepter of justice. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore, O God, your God has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone on anyone else. He also says to the son in the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you will remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will fold them up like a cloak and discard them like old clothing. But you are always the same. You will live forever. And God never said to any of the angels, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Therefore, angels are only servants Spirit sent to care for people who will inherit salvation and, and that, that is, is our, our reading, reading today.
1: today that is our reading on this very day it's the only time i've read it today this week whatever <laughs> that's new yeah i'm trying this thing where i'm <laughs> only reading each day once that's a good idea Eric. yeah it's really yeah, saving my a I know a lot of time. you
0: love it but yeah
1: uh man mm-hmm. i love the book of hebrews and as we read through leviticus i'm like this is gonna be so lock in what we read in leviticus today Yep, Lock it in because it it is going to be so important as we get further into Hebrews. So important. Okay. But we read all that. Two questions in mind, Chip. How does this help you love God more? And then I will answer, how does this help me love others more or better? Okay. So how does this help you love God more, Chip, or better?
0: This helps me love God more because God is holy. Mm -hmm. And he goes to great lengths. We see this in Leviticus to preserve his holiness. Mm -hmm. And Because God is holy, will always be holy, set apart from us and sin, He alone is in a category all by Himself. Um, I love Him more because I have a God that is not like me. You know, He is above me and He's reliable. I'm not. You're not. Others are not. People are not. Mm -hmm. Um, He's above all things and He's provided Jesus Christ, His Son, who is God, who is also holy who gave his life for us as a sacrifice and sat down in the place of honor uh, for us, not the angels or anybody else, you know? And so I love that about God, that he is holy. He preserves his holiness. And so we can trust in a holy God and we can strive to be holy. Like he is holy and he sets the benchmark. He is the standard. There's no one ever like him and will be ever be like him. And that's our God who chose us who has delivered us, rescued us, forgiven us through his son, Jesus, the perfect sacrifice whose enemies are a footstool for his feet.
1: I love that. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. I am, I don't know if it's just because I'm flustered from doing the wrong day 10 minutes ago or whatever. Um, I don't know if it's that or maybe I'm just having a block of some kind. I'm having a hard time coming up with how this helps me love others more. I have a lot of how this helps me love God more, Sure. but I am struggling with how this helps me love Others more. But I will say there was no way for the priests to do all the work of purifying Israel. Let me explain that because it sounds like I'm contradicting scripture. Okay. They didn't go knocking on the doors of every person in Israel. Yeah. Right? They didn't do that. They didn't go shaking people down for, hey, you know, it's time for you to do your sin offering. You know, come on. There is a certain amount of autonomy Mm -hmm. and responsibility that's expected from the people of Israel. And that allowed the priests to do their jobs. And the priests doing their jobs is what allowed the people of Israel to have their forgiveness of sins in that hmm. in that atonement. So I just think, man, I don't know how to phrase it to say that this helps me love others better, but we all have a role to play. And it is not the job of no matter if you go to First Baptist Church, Harvest Church, some other church somewhere in the country, whatever. Yeah. It is not the job of your pastor or your your favorite small group leader or whatever other leader you have in your church to go shake you down, hmm. to get you um, to what you're supposed to be doing, the, right. the bare minimum stuff, right? Um, we're supposed to equip you. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it is up to you. So it's yeah. the same as the priest. Not that our roles are the same as the priest, because they're really not. And we'll see that in Hebrews, that oh, yeah. everyone's a priest. yeah um, But, you know, our job is to equip you, to empower you, to be the ones that you can go to, to help you get on track with God. And then you have to do the work of it. So I guess, man, I can help. I can love others more as a pastor. I can love others more by equipping people to like doing my job to a level that equips you to do your job. And you can love us, your pastors, your leaders, your teachers, your whatever. You can love them more by taking the responsibility for the side of it that's yours. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so maybe that's what I'm going to go with today. So
0: yeah, you got there.
1: It's good. Yeah. All right. I knew if I started talking, something would yeah. come
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> it comes out. Yeah. All right. Hey, who
1: knows what's going to happen tomorrow? We might all read right. that again. Yeah. And we
0: might be flustered again. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, I am flustered. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's all right. It's fine. Hey, but I love doing you. this.
0: We love it. He loves it. I love it. Yeah.
1: We yeah. all love it. Because we love you guys. Whether we know you or not, yeah. we love you. And we want to, like I just said, equip you equip, to live mm-hmm. out your faith Amen. and without what, what the high calling you've been called to. So... You do your part, we'll do our part, and that includes being back tomorrow to read something. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.